Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Hello. Um, and yeah, you said you're downloading our hot new image right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, That's uh, okay. Cool. Okay, I'm just going to preface this by saying uh-huh. that last week I put in a lot more effort. <laughs> this one is funnier, though. <laughs> <laughs> This brings us to our first news story, which is my brother called me upstairs the other day and said, hey, man, did you see Minecraft Steve's dick? And I said, excuse me. (laughs) And he said, yeah, and smash his victory pose looks like he's jerking it. And I said, this can't be. And then he said, hold on a sec. And he showed me a video and Minecraft Steve eats a piece of meat and then puts it like right on his crotch so it looks like he's his dick and he's touching it and you are minecraft steve in this photo yeah 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 and i am the lady uh and this is excellent yeah. because it, it just perfectly flows right into the first topic i i don't believe this like there's no there's no fucking way someone looked at that victory animation and was like oh yeah that's good it just it looks it, because even like the way it is it looks like a dick yeah, yeah, it definitely. It just it looks like a dick and it makes me feel like a child, but like it seems like everyone else thought the same thing. So that's good, I guess, cuz like it did whatever, man. Smash Brothers is getting wild out there. Yeah, I didn't know what to do this week for the the image, and then I saw that you posted that. I was like, I'm just going to get a screenshot of that and it'll look awful, but it'll be funny. Yeah, and it is funny. I think it is. <laughs> Because, like, I, just, I don't know, man. Steve is already a weird addition. I've watched some gameplay, and it just, like, it looks like he's not done. Like, because what do you animate a Minecraft character like? So it looks like he barely rolls. Like, it just, everything looks so weird. Like, I can't tell when he's in hit stun. It is bizarre. And then he eats his own meat. Mm-hmm. It's, what the fuck? And then puts it right in front of his crotch. <laughs> that's how everybody eats their meat because <laughs> that's what you do matt that's what you do you just put it right there and you're yeah, like yeah. a small child like you would do with a banana there you know it why oh boy it's not even really news i just had to let people know that minecraft steve looks like he's touching his dick in super smash brothers and it's one of a few victory animations but you know Sometimes, but some are better than others. Like when Luigi just fully planks on the ground. I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. But he also does finger guns. So I guess Luigi is good in general. I'm a big fan. <laughs> finger guns. Finger guns. I know. I like what about jazz guns. hands? Somebody needs to do jazz. Yeah, hands. I saw. I would love if somebody did jazz hands. I don't think anyone does right now. Maybe Doom Guy if they add him next. Uh, Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi could do jazz hands. Sure. I'd take that. So yeah, I don't have much to say about Minecraft Steve's penis, but that's, you know, that's how we're starting the podcast. <laughs> Do you want to take a sidestep here and talk, sure. about, talk about Coke Zero for a second? Okay, sure. I love Coke. Mm-hmm. So how's Coke Zero? Uh, I, I wanted to try it. So I picked mm-hmm. up Coke Zero and then I picked up Diet Coke on Saturday just so I could try mm-hmm. the two. Yeah, yeah. And I think you might like Coke Zero. I think I might like Coke Zero as well. Uh I should try it, I think. Uh, because the best way 
way to describe it is you know how like diet coke has that aftertaste yeah the really bad aftertaste that i do not enjoy uh coke zero still has that okay cool but it's uh it's definitely like more mild okay uh and it's quite a bit lessened and then like that primary taste when you when you drink it it kind of tastes like pepsi Mm, interesting where you know how like pepsi versus coke pepsi tastes a lot sweeter especially yeah yeah like that's how coke zero tastes where you're like oh it's much sweeter than like a coke would so the best way to describe it is if you just kind of mixed pepsi and diet coke together and you get uh coke zero interesting so i don't think you'll like it as much as coke i mean coke is no yeah your your favorite but like i think you could like learn to tolerate coke zero and then just like drink that yeah that's probably true i should probably just stick to drinking water though which is what i have been doing other than today when i got pink lemonade from taco bell and i always make this mistake because it always is mostly water and tastes like shit Mm -hmm. and i know better i know better but i'm like i'm thirsty and i want something other than water and i'm already here and it just sucks every time and i'm always disappointed so what i'm saying is i should not get this fucking pink lemonade from taco bell ever again are you still drinking it oh i drank it all already oh okay earlier yeah it's over that's that's... yeah i could see that just like dispenser lemonade is never gonna be good no, so like I was tricked because once it was good. Oh. <laughs> and it must have been like when they just refilled the syrup or something. Mm. <laughs> or they had to accidentally put the correct amount of syrup in there. I don't know. But there was once when it was okay, and so I'm like trying to chase that high again, and it's <laughs> never it's never happening. You're like a meth addict, you know. I know, I'm just like <laughs> I should just fucking buy lemonade from anywhere else. Literally. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're very lazy, but you, I think you could even just like put powder into. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I literally any other type of lemonade solution would probably be better than whatever the fuck Taco Bell's been giving me. I will say that. <laughs> Do you have to get a drink? No, I don't. And that's why like, I should have just drank water. Cause, cause a lot of times it, not that I get fast food anymore. I would just not get a drink and then just drink at home or whatever. Well, that's what I would have done with the water, but now I have a chance to win an Xbox Series X with each medium drink I purchase. So I've been getting one each time I go to Taco Bell to try to win the Series X for free. You don't have to try to win it, Manny. I, I ordered I, one. <laughs> yeah, but I have to pay for that one. I don't want to. <laughs> I want a free one and I will never win it one, but that's fine. You know who I do know one person who won one. Uh, my uh, sister's husband. I think oh, he, dang. He won the Xbox One, not like a Series X. That, I believe, when you turn it on, is a special Taco Bell ding. I don't know, but that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that is the case. Hmm. Um, The PS5 contest is at Burger King, though, if you want that. So you're going to have to go to Burger King. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> yeah, but you could. The, I king, could. I could. the king wants you to win a PS5. Last time I got fast food, I was just like, "This is disappointing." What did you get? It was just it. It was just a burger, but like, I think now that I've gotten away from fast food long enough, it's just like this is not good anymore. Uh, so. I don't think I will ever reach that point. So, uh, well, November. November. I know. I but I think that once November is over, I will still be right back in there. Mm. 
because people say that about soda too and i hadn't had soda for months and months and then i had a soda and was like oh this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in my entire life so i could see that yeah Um, yeah where i've been like occasionally having like soda but like just i've been picking up like diet coke or diet stuff I kind of want soda right now, in fact. Is it but, because I brought Coke Zero up and then we went? Uh, no, I thought about it earlier and mm. it makes me feel like an addict because I think about it. I think about <laughs> energy drinks a lot and I haven't had energy drinks since like at least May. Oh, wow. So I have I because those make me feel bad. Like soda was more just like I should stop drinking this type thing. Right. Uh Whereas energy drinks would like, they actively make me feel bad. And I had quit for like a year before and then I fell right back into it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you reach a point where it's like, yes, this wakes me up for like 30 minutes, but then I crash harder and am more tired and feel worse all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's just like not worth it. See, my thing is nothing affects me. And I had that theory for a long time, and then I quit drinking coffee, and I felt the exact same. Okay. So, like, I can drink, uh, like, energy drinks, and I will not feel affected one way or another. And that's, I guess that's good, but at the same time, like, what's the point of drinking them, you know? Well, yeah, that's, what's the point? I mean, I like the taste of Red Bull I, and yeah. Monster, so. That's my thing. That's why I pick up, like, a Red Bull on Saturday yeah. mornings. I, I just pick up one. I drink one a week, but I'm literally drinking it for the taste. If mm. it was caffeine-free, I would still drink it. Ah, uh, interesting. Which... I... So when I haven't had caffeine for a long time, it really hits you. Mm-hmm. Well, it hits me very hard. Uh, I had a coffee with a shot of espresso recently. <laughs> Let me tell you what I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Holy shit. I, so like I get like all jittery and weird. And that right. was I was like, Jesus, I should not have done this. So I assume if I had a monster, it would be roughly the same. Y- yeah, I'm sure. Because like yeah. I, I haven't had coffee in like three, four months. I did pick up like Dunkin Donuts one day. Mm. I felt the same. Like, I don't know. Like caffeine just does nothing to me. That's where it's bad. Is like when I, because I had so caffeine so often and so mm-hmm. much of it. Right. It does lose its effect then. Yes. But now you're like, Oh yeah. Give me that. Yeah. Shot. Now, now I don't have that tolerance. So it's, it really gets me good. So why did you drink that much? Like, why did you add the, add the espresso and do that stuff? I just was like, I am tired and I slept for three hours and I have to be out all day. So I will get this coffee and <laughs> it did the job. And then when I was finally able to go home and take a nap, it continued to do its job. <laughs> so now, you know, no espresso. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I should not have done this, but I probably would have been a much more cranky baby the mm. whole day. I guess it worked out in the end, but Whew. all right. So video games, huh? yeah, video games, <laughs> not not soda or energy drinks or no, um, no. Next gen, uh, tell yeah. me about next gen. I I put these all. I lumped them under one thing: next gen upgrade slash compatibility. Just because people and developers have been putting out tweets about like what's going on, or their games going to get free upgrades, or like what's happening. Um, and Borderlands 3 is getting a free next-gen upgrade on uh, Xbox Series X, Series S, and PS5. 
Um, it will run at 4K at 60 frames a second, and it is a free upgrade. So if you have the game digitally or physically, put it in, it will download. And I am under the impression that it is launch day that it comes out. So that's pretty cool because Borderlands 3 ran kind of like dog shit. And 60 frames a second would help a shooter like that. Uh, but the downside is Borderlands 3 was not fun for me. So, yeah, the downside will, is you have to play Borderlands. I know it will continue to not be fun. Uh, so there's that. It was the first one I did not platinum and will probably not. They also announced more DLC, another season of DLC. But it wasn't like uh, like the weird named packs like they normally do. It was called like the dev something I can't there's like two of them and neither one of them seem like they add like a whole lot of content it seems like it's just like some mode that might be a battle royale oh that's what that game needs I I don't know if that's actually what it is it's just the name made me think like oh this is probably like a stupid battle royale mode there uh, there's a stream happening in a couple days where they they are going to take a look at the first one out of the two that is in the new season pass but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting because I I didn't even hear about any of the Borderlands three pa- things coming from the first season pass. So like I don't I don't know anything about any of them. Borderlands three sold fairly well, right? Oh yeah, it sold ridiculously well, which because, is why I was like, they will never learn their lesson from this shit. Because like I feel like it sold well, but nobody ever talked about it. Yeah, it just I kind I, of existed last year, and then just like. I assume there's plenty of people still playing it, but you just you never hear anybody talk about it. No, yeah, it it's very strange because like one and two had very long legs after their release, especially two. They kept right. cranking out DLC and then like mini DLC packs for that for years. And I played the shit out of that and really liked that game. But there's something about three like the humor didn't do it for me. The guns didn't do it for me. Like nothing at all did it for me. I think it's just this generation borderlands three lost. It's like luster of what made like two, one and two cool. Cause now we have games like destiny and, and like the division, which I know you didn't necessarily play these, but like they're just, they're looters. Like these, like, loot based games have become much more common to the point where there's like a couple of them every year. Yeah. Uh, so like borderlands three, just being like another looter and not really differentiating itself too much other than having terrible comedy that nobody thinks is funny. <laughs> I, I think it does make it harder. Cause like, why would you play that when you can play destiny Two? That is just a considerably better shooter. Well, yeah. Like I wouldn't, because if I was going to play one, I would definitely play destiny. Cause it like feels amazing to play. Like that's, that's why I think right. borderlands pissed me off even more was because like it does feel better than two does, mm-hmm. but that's not saying a lot. Like, no, no. It's a pretty fucking low bar. So if you're going to yeah. play one, it's probably going to be the, the, Division 2 or Destiny 2. Yeah. So I don't know. I I mean, like, I love Borderlands 1 and 2. So 3 was such a wild disappointment for me. I knew it was going to be like leading up to it, but actually playing it was like, holy shit. I really had to push myself through that. Yeah. Nukio like got angry playing it. Yeah. He would get mad every time he (laughs) fucking hated it. And I was like, I don't like this game, but I'm not like getting really upset. Uh, I would just like I uh, new quests would pop up and I would think about crying 
uh <laughs> that was but that was my hot take on the product mm. but yeah uh, uh which i guess do you want to just lead right into destiny since we've already been talking about it yeah uh destiny 2 will also be getting a free upgrade that um for the next gen consoles which is not coming out right at launch it is coming out december 8th but it is another one where it makes sense that theirs is a free upgrade because it's a free-to-play game now technically outside of the dlc but um yeah that i mean and they have cross save mm-hmm. across everything now so it it makes sense that they would do a free upgrade and i didn't see any specifics for it but i would assume that it runs at 60 frames a second at 4k and that game already looks crazy good so it'll probably be super and good and fun the low times will be a lot better yep um and i also know that destiny 2 and like some of the like dlc packs are on game pass oh cool uh so i think like you could probably download destiny 2 and like some of the expansions and have like hundreds of hours and not even touch the new stuff. Uh, yeah. I, and if you have game pass at like an Xbox series X and game pass, I mean, you could have hundreds of hours just in that alone. So yeah. now just kind of getting off track here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you think destiny, do you think we'll get a destiny three or do you think destiny two is just going to be the platform? From now? Uh, I think that destiny two is just going to be the platform. I think that originally because the way they had pitched destiny is like their 12 year. Yes. Magnum opus thing. I think it was supposed to be a platform, but the Activision. dev tools were so fucked up right. that it was impossible to do that. Also Activision. Yes. Uh, they... So I think now that they're free of that, they might make it more of a platform. Which it's kind of weird that two is like the platform, but it it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. I, that's kind of what I figured. I mean, like I don't think they'll stick like a Destiny three and try to sell it for sixty dollars or whatever again. Like it's already free, and they'll just keep releasing these expansions at this point. That's what I would mm-hmm. assume. And it's like one of those things where people are like, oh, it can't just be the same thing forever. But like, I mean, World of Warcraft is still the same thing and they have done graphical upgrades. Final Fantasy 14 has done graphical upgrades like Destiny 2 will be doing a graphical upgrade going to the PS5 and Series X. Mm-hmm. So like it'll probably be one of those things where Final Fantasy 14 did where it eventually phases out the old consoles. Like they'll put out some new expansion and be like, hey, man, the now the ps4 version of this is no longer gonna be good so make sure you upgrade yeah um so but i'm sure that's a ways off because the ps4 still seems more than capable of handling handling destiny so yes yes um which speaking of mmos did you know that my maple story 2 like shut down I did. Yeah, that, that was way back in like May. Yeah, Maple Story One still still cranking though. Two not not did not do as well apparently. Did not do as well. Didn't your brother love one? Yeah, I did too. I well back in the day I played right. one a lot. Uh, I was the reason he got into it. But yeah, he still plays it every so often. Huh. Uh, he'll just go back in. He has like a billion max level characters. <laughs> He's out of his scored. Uh, and yeah, like I, that's just one of those things where like free to play games especially when you're a young kid are like super cool to play. Cause you can right. waste literally all of your time in them, which I mean, so. they're, they're built to make you grind anyway. So it's kind of perfect for a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, exciting news for you. Rock band four DLC will carry. Over. I know they tweeted this and I was like, Oh shit. That was the main reason why I was going to like keep my PS4 hooked up. And now I don't have to do that anymore. People, 
were like, oh, well, how come you don't have to like relicense it? And it's because it's still the same because it's still the PS4 version. Oh, okay. You can just go to the store and redownload all that DLC. So that's that's super cool. Um, and it will improve the load times. Uh, so the load times with as much DLC as I have takes forever. So yeah. that will not that will not happen anymore. Cool. Have you ever looked at like the file size of Rock Band Four? Uh, like, yeah, this? it is. It is. It is one of the largest on my PS4 right now. I think. I would imagine with all the songs you have. Yeah, I have. I have quite a few, and they it still blows my mind because they still put out uh, like two at least two a week two yeah. songs. So, have you bought anything recently? Or uh, I haven't bought anything recently. I have like a list of songs that I would buy if I got back into it. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, and they still do like weird season challenges with your band, and like they have unique awards you can win and outfits you can win if you do well enough and stuff. So they they still support it. Mm-hmm. It's which is wild because it's just no one ever talks about it, but. Well, I think that's one of those things where it's been out four years now, five years. Yeah. And like, I didn't see this on a news website. I saw they tweeted this. Mm. So that's the only reason I knew this was happening. And they were like, yeah, it'll just work better. And they confirmed on their blog that like pretty much every instrument will work. Which I mean, at this point it should. Yeah, it should. It's just a USB device, but. Or it's just like Bluetooth. uh, Mm -hmm. The new stuff is Bluetooth. Yeah. So that that's cool that yeah. that stuff will all carry over. So I don't have to worry about like whether or not I'll keep the license to Lego Rock Band or anything. It'll just come right over if I want to play it on the PS5, and it'll be a better experience because it'll load faster. So uh, yeah, yeah, and they never quite fixed some of the frame rate issues, did they? Uh, I don't know about that. They've definitely patched it a billion times since we played, so they may have. Because like some of those stages, like there were definitely frame rate issues in the background. Yes, that is for sure. Uh, so, yeah. God, it's crazy that we used to play that every. We used to play that every week. Every week for like a year, year and a half. Yeah, that was wild. That was a, a fun time. That was. Uh, and then the last one that I had in here for the next gen upgrade thing was that uh, the Avengers, uh, that next gen update was supposed to come out right now basically right <laughs> and they uh they delayed that till 2021 and then uh the lady hawkeye was supposed to come out in october and they said not anymore sorry mm-hmm. that is not a good look for this game matt i i i don't spend a lot of time on twitter but i did see recently them tweet out how they patched like a billion things Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this. They like tweeted out. It was like, here's the patch notes. And it's like the longest patch notes I've ever seen. And then I saw Emron Khan say, how did this game get released? If you <laughs> need to patch this many things, it was not ready to be released. And he's not wrong. And that's so that's crazy. <laughs> but also the like player numbers have decreased wildly since launch. Like if you look at like the Steam numbers and shit, there's like fucking no one playing this thing. So it is not a good look to have this be delayed and have the new content be delayed. And the new characters, if Hawkeye got pushed back, that means all the other ones got pushed back. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's not a good look for this thing, man. 
I mean, like, has there ever been a good look for this thing? I mean, not to me, but there was enough positivity around it at launch that I was like, oh, maybe they'll do a good job of having this be like a live game. But it seems like they already fucked that up. Well, I think the positivity was, oh, this campaign is better than I expected. At least if you're like a Marvel fan, like it's a decent campaign. And then everyone was like, we'll see how like the end game is. And it seems like it's not great. Yeah. Which is the only thing that you need to get right. in one of these games. So come on. Uh, yeah, it's yes. Mm. Yeah. They, uh, I, I mean, I don't know why anybody would buy this game right now. I mean, I, I don't either. It seems like this is a game that you're going to want to wait six months to a year pick it up when it's on sale and then just play through the campaign and then play through whatever like additional characters they've added. Yeah. And the thing that I thought was weird about this is like now would have been the time in theory when like the first major update would have come out adding more content. Right. Cause it's been like keep players interested. Yeah. It's been like a month or so and they just totally dropped the ball on that. So it's like, I don't know. Oops. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it for Avengers news and just like next gen updates. So, mm-hmm. uh, Fall Guys added a new costume. This this one I put here October fourteenth, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog, and boy does it look dumb as fuck. And Fall Guys season two came out, uh, I believe, on the eighth, uh, which I have not played yet. People seem to be enjoying it, mm-hmm. but. I would buy the Sonic costume <laughs> because it is so stupid, but it costs 10 crowns and I do not have 10 crowns. I have not won 10 times, uh, but if I did, I would buy this one because it's so stupid looking. And if you, you should look up the Sonic fall guys costume. Cause it is a masterpiece. Uh, it is. I almost use this as our, uh, as, as our, our podcast. <laughs> Yes, I just wasn't sure how to quite do it. And yeah. then I saw your post about uh, Steve and I was like, I got to do that one instead. That one's too good. Yeah. Too. Yeah. But I just love how because the, the little bean guys don't have a mouth, so there's no mouth on the Sonic. It's just there's an eye hole. It's God, it's stupid. It's stupid, but it's somehow better than the first Sonic movie, Sonic. Yes, it is. So good job on Fall Guys for... Uh, doing better than uh, Sega did. Yeah, that that's crazy. Oh, this next one, Matt. This next one, it kills me because they did it to themselves. I love Level Five as a company. I when I got more popular than having two people watch me as a streamer, I streamed the Level Five game Inazuma Eleven, mm-hmm. which is about anime soccer. It never came out in this country except for the original Inazuma 11 years and years after its original release as a digital only th- release on the 3DS that actually had cut content, which is buck wild. Um, but I played that game and was like, oh, I really like this. And I got way into it and I imported a European 3DS. I streamed from that. I streamed the European games. I streamed the ones that didn't come out in Europe and came out in Japanese only. I love that franchise and I basically level five games are the kind of games that I really like because they just have so much fucking content in there that it's stupid. So like I am a big fan of Yokai watch. I really liked Yokai watch three, two and one, two was very good. One is less so, but I mean, it was the beginning of a franchise 
And I mean, back in the day, I really liked Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2. Uh, they, they're the ones who did Dragon Quest 8 on the PS2 with Square. So that that's why that's one of my favorite Dragon Quest games. And it it's a weird thing because level five strategy to things is usually cross media. So like, for example, for Inazuma, they did the anime, they did the games, they did the toys. And then when that started to not pan out, that was when they moved over to Yokai Watch and that hit huge in Japan. So they really pushed that. Now there's a billion spinoff games and they have not let off the Yokai Watch thing. And they actually just recently, the Inazuma game that's been in development for way too long and keeps getting delayed and has become a different game at this point. Uh, they just announced that they're delaying that again mm. outside of this year to 2021. And they are going to focus on the fucking new Yokai Watch spinoff game, which the sales on those have been dwindling drastically, even in Japan. And so GameIndustry.biz had an article about how the North American branch of Level 5 is basically closed at this point. And one of the reasons why their last game, Snack World, uh, they was a 3DS game that then got released later on Switch. The rumor that happened with that game was apparently true and that they had fully translated the 3DS version, but then they had to sit on it until the switch version, because they had such a small localization crew left over that they couldn't just release two games or something. So it just seems like the North American level five is basically all but closed, which means that despite the fact that they announced that Yokai watch four would come out in America, I don't think it will. They announced that the new Inazuma game, if it ever comes out, will actually come out in America zero percent chance of that because that game's probably not even going to release in japan so mm. i highly doubt it's going to release here but like this sucks man because i love them as a company but they really fuck themselves especially here in north america because they keep trying to push yokai watch man and like i get it dude it was really popular in japan but they had nothing else to pivot to literally nothing else like in the past they had two or three different franchises going on like when they had inazuma 11 going on with anime soccer they also had this weird anime ass robot game and uh something else at the same time so like they could pivot right between the three things whereas the past three or four years they've only had yokai watch and like it tanked here so bad like i am i the physical copy of yokai watch three that i have might be the most expensive video game i own at this point because there were so few copies and like it's one of those things where nintendo specifically helped them with the translation and like they were essentially the publisher even though they shouldn't have been i i just feel like level five has been doing terrible here in north america so to see this article was not surprising that they're basically closed down here but it really bummed me out because I bought Yokai Watch 4 when I was in Japan and I really like it as a game and I would like to see it come out on Switch here, but there's like almost no chance that any other level five games will get released in the US, which is a bummer. At least now there are no like region locked games. That is true. And so the thing that I wonder is like level five Europe was doing a lot of most of the localizations anyways. Right for a lot of the stuff. So maybe that I could just import those if they stay open. But like, I don't think Yokai watch is doing much better there. And they 
again, they have nothing to pivot to like snack world fucking tanked. Mm-hmm. And it was originally, I can't remember if it was the anime was supposed to air on cartoon network, but they like dropped it and it just basically got dumped on YouTube for free or something. So, Oh, I, I don't know. And yeah, they were trying to make snack world take off into this whole big thing. It's basically just like weird Diablo for kids, basically like a dungeon crawler type thing. And it, uh, yeah, it just didn't pan out. So yeah, the only thing I really know them for is Nino Cooney too. And yeah, Nino Cooney too. I did not really like. I really like the original, but the only reason the original was much better was because they partnered with Studio Ghibli to make that, mm-hmm. and that would make it sell well regardless. So, which I mean, I think it was like Nino Cooney too was like okay. Uh, I do not agree with that, but I see where you're coming from. I'm not saying it, like it was not a terrible game. I think it was really. You would say yeah. it's it, like I because like what I'm saying is I think it like a three out of five. Oh, I I hate that game. Wow. I can't do it. That yeah, is. I hate I hate Nino Kuni too. Is it just it, because of, it killed like, my family? It just because you were just so disappointed. Yeah, that's the main reason. I mean, like, I just think it's not a fun game either. Like, I think it's I think it's boring. And I think it's the level five trademark recently of Jack of all trades, master of none, where it's like this game has twelve hundred systems and not a single one is compelling Yeah, to that, me. Uh, so, yeah, there was that weird like RTS yeah that's god a that sucked i did not like that and then the like weird mobile game town building where you have to like fucking wait time Ugh. Ugh. that was what killed me that's why i stopped playing that game because like i had to just like keep leveling up my town and i was like i don't want to do this anymore so i just stopped yeah and like it's weird because their games are really hit and miss with that like yokai watch has 900 billion systems and all of them are super fleshed out like one of them literally spun off into its own franchise of games (laughs) it was such a robust thing so it's like i don't know they very clearly have different priorities with things so yeah also there's supposed to be a a nino kuni mobile game is launching soon but i don't know that that's launching anywhere other than japan yeah, I don't. I don't know how popular that is, like here in America. Yeah. So I don't know. So if that's be worth yeah. It. Level five, North America. Rest in peace. Soon, probably. I mean, it seems like there's like a tiny skeleton crew, but that's a it's mm-hmm. a bummer. Uh, but in other news, why don't you tell me about the PS5 uh, UI? Did you watch this video? I didn't. No. Oh man, I am excited about the PS5 UI because Ooh. I am a psychopath. Uh, so it does have trophy tracking, Matt, Oh, but it's basically what Google Stadia promised and never delivered on. (laughs) Uh, in what way? Uh, so like you, the example they use, it's like a 10 minute video. They use the sack boy game. Okay. They bring it up from rest mode and it comes right up into the game. They hit the PlayStation button and it shows a bunch of cards on the bottom. And like, some of them are like, okay, go back to the game. But a lot of them were for specific trophies Mm. and for each trophy, they, tell you about how long it will take you from where you are to get that trophy. That's cool. And so apparently it like goes based on like how you've been playing the game. So it's like variable. Mm -hmm. So it'd like tell you like, Oh, I think this will take you like 40 hours. But like in the case of the ones they were showing, it's like, Oh, this will take 10 minutes. Right. And so it's trying to make it so that like you can 
basically like do these things like objectives a lot easier. Like the one that is an example was, Oh, you have to collect these three rewards from these three levels. And you could actually go into it, look at what levels it was and then have it bring you to that level, like Mm. through the menu. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then like, if you're in the level and you can't find it, this is, this is where I kind of got bummed out a little bit because I realized that it will never be utilized properly outside of first party Sony games. But if you have PlayStation plus, you can watch a hint video like right in the UI of like to give you like, not tell you exactly where a thing is or how to do it, but like give you hints to help you Oh, so that you don't have to like look it up on YouTube and then like potentially find spoilers or whatever. See, I would love if they took that a step further and did that for like puzzles and stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, Cause like sometimes like I don't want to look up like how to do this puzzle, but like, I'd love like a hint. Type and of so thing, you know? it seems like the way it's set up that it might be possible for developers to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that's the thing that I was like bummed about immediately. It was like, yeah, obviously miles Morales is going to have this. Obviously Sackboy is going to have this, oh, but right, like right. It, it, they're developer made videos. So it it, like on multi-platform games, like is Assassin's Creed going to have this? Like probably not unless Xbox in like did it. And then they would probably see the value of like, okay, we might as well at that point. Yeah. And so like there has not been a demonstration of the Xbox UI in that same kind of way, but I, they would be cool if I had something like this. I mean, they at least have more tracking than PlayStation did before, which I mean, Xbox has been changing the UI the last couple months. I've been noticing. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, they've completely changed like the store AI, uh, UI, and they just, did, yeah. And recently, I like within the last probably week, they completely changed the UI. Well, I wouldn't say completely, but they definitely made some tweaks. So, mm-hmm. I, I expect what they're doing is they're just kind of tweaking and getting ready for the Series X because I think it's going to be the exact same UI. Yeah, and so some of the, some of the other stuff on this, they had. Uh it was a lot of like simple stuff and a lot of it actually the Xbox one has like you can put videos up like picture in picture uh, or you can have it be like a snap on the side. Oh, cause the Xbox stopped doing that. Oh really? Well, yes, you can they do that now on the PS five. Okay. Cause they, by the time I got the Xbox one, they had already stopped doing that. Hmm. So I'm guessing that had some issues and they, they had to like, yeah. stop. And so you can also parties just seem like better overall. Oh, do you want to talk Um, about that? Oh, we can. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the parties seem better overall. And so you can like, someone could be streaming in your party and you can like view that picture in picture. If you Mm -hmm. wanted to do that, I, I would assume that you can do video apps, picture in picture as well, but they did not show that they specifically were like, yeah, the video things can be accessed from this, but we're not going to show that today. And I was like, okay. Um, and they showed the main menu. And like the thing that I I am worried about is that because it is apparently the menus are HDR, which like, what? Why? Uh, and they're 4K as well. It looks really small. And so like, I'm afraid because I sit kind of far back from my TV that it's going to be like too small. I wonder if that's like, you can edit that though. And like, yeah, yeah, there's there's probably, there's probably some accessibility option, but like just by default to me, it looks Mm -hmm. too small. Um, 
And yeah, it, they tried to make a big deal out of like the game space. So like when you are on the main thing and you're like on little big planet, you can scroll down and see posts about it or whatever. But the, the PS4 has that now kind of. It just uh, takes a really long time to load in. Yes. So it does not take as long to load and it looks like it is slightly more robust and you can like easily more easily see what your friends are doing or have done. You can share like content and screenshots. And what I think is cool is apparently developers can like flag things that are deemed as spoilers. Mm. So like then if you take a picture of that part of the game, it will automatically like block it out as a spoiler thing or like put a spoiler tag around it. I wish YouTube could do that. I also wish YouTube could do that. That's the main reason why I thought that the like the hint thing was cool. Yes. Is because like you look up like, oh, I don't know how to do this. And then the next thing you know, the YouTube's recommending you. Do you want to see the final cutscene? You're like, God damn it. Or like I, in case of like, I remember Mario Odyssey. People were just like the thumbnail was like the final boss level or whatever. And like, it's like, oh, that's a major spoiler for people. Yeah, and so it seems like that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. trying to be blocked uh, through through the UI, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's, um, that's smart. They, like, showed the store. They didn't, like, go into it um, because the store's not done yet, but they're revamping it, like they had said before. the On the web and PS5, there will be no Vita, PSP, or PS3 games. It'll only be PS4 and PS5 games. Uh, you will have to use the specific console to get those games if you want to get those so you'll have to go use a ps3 if you want to buy ps3 games or whatever mm-hmm. um that's fine yeah, i that's fine. If, if they can make the store better and run better i'll take it because anything is better than the ps3 store that's my hot take because that thing fucking sucked uh, um, yeah that's not great that was not not a great no store. And I, I can't really think of other things that they showed. The trophy stuff was more like mm-hmm. what I was interested in because that's a, basically what Stadia promised. And then we're like, oh, well, that's not a feature at launch. Like what? And it's not a feature a year later. <laughs> it's not a feature now either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, PlayStation beat them to the punch, I guess. Yeah. Um, they, they took a thing with the share button. It seems like it's always recording. Uh so it's 4k screenshots 4k video they did not say whether or not the video is still limited to uh 15 minutes like it is on the ps4 but i would assume it's not now uh and they didn't really show anything about like if they have more settings for streaming or anything like that so that that'll be remains to be seen but overall like i think it looks cool and it just like boy the how fast it loads up into a game is crazy to me it's so crazy Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) like zero to in game was like eight seconds maximum and i was like oh fuck but remember (laughs) from the ps3 to the ps4 and you're like oh my god the like when you initially turn the system on it's so much faster it is and like but that's what i think is crazy is like in my brain i was like there's no getting faster yeah, and yeah. here it is and you're but now there's like <laughs> there's not really much getting faster is yeah. what i think is funny about it it's like it's it's very weird uh but i i am a big fan <laughs> They also tried to talk about the trophy revamp a little bit, but like people already knew about that. Right, right. 
So yeah, it looks cool. And I, I, I would assume that the Xbox series X will be very similar in terms of features that it has and how fast it goes. So like that, that's cool to me. I, I don't know. I'm a nerd and I really like the UI of these things because it's just like, Oh, how did they do this? Or like, how do they make, how do they try to make this better? Like it seems like everything is organized a little bit better and just like looks less cluttered. So like, we'll, we'll see how it is when it actually comes out and is filled with games and stuff. But. See, like I'm the type of person, like I like that stuff too, but I want to like, I don't really care about watching someone else. I want to like experience and just kind of play around with that stuff myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why like the main takeaway for me for this was that trophy stuff, because that was just like, that's something they didn't have before that is really cool. Oh, oh yeah. And I, I can't wait to see that. I think it is kind of dumb that they're like locking the hint videos behind having PlayStation plus, but like, uh, whatever yeah that's whatever um yeah but yeah i mean i love the the xbox like achievement tracker because mm-hmm. then i because like it, it not only like shows like for each game like but it'll show like it'll have like it'll combine all the games that you play and be like okay you're 95 percent on these like five games so if you want to just like hop into these games and like get get some more achievements you can absolutely do that so um it's just kind of fun thing to just kind of go like i guess i could just like i don't really know what else to play so i'll just hop back into like these three games and just clean some stuff up today you know Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah when i saw that it had like an estimated time for how long this trophy will take i was like oh fuck it's over for trophy hunters man (laughs) it's over what do you mean it's over it's just beginning (laughs) no i know but like now people are gonna get way in because now you can like see on average how much time a platinum trophy would take and shit like that and it's just like oh boy yeah yeah do you think this is going to add more or less platinums because that i don't know because if you're like oh this is going to take me 200 hours (laughs) i'm not even going to bother trying but then at the same time you're like oh this is only going to take me five hours to get this platinum let's get it done and it's also cool because it's like trying to recommend you trophies to do based on like where you are in the game and stuff. I, I just, to me, that stuff is cool. Like yeah, on yeah. a system, on a system level. So I'm interested to see like where it goes from here. It's one of those things where it's like, even if it's only utilized well by first party Sony games, that's still a cool feature. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, what I like about this is it, it it's showing that like Xbox is still pushing Sony in some way. Mm-hmm. and most likely you know like because everyone's like oh yeah sony's just winning the generation and xbox and it's just like well no i mean like they're still competitors and they're still like building off each other and taking each other's ideas that you know are smart ideas so i mean mm-hmm. like, that's why competition is going to always be good and even if no, like, that's Microsoft... what I, that's what i always say yeah <laughs> yes. i mean the, like competition is going to drive these consoles to be better so yeah, like if if they weren't worried at all about Xbox, this would have just been the PS4 UI again with yeah. fucking no change, but the system has an SSD and a better graphics card. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they they need to push each other so that we can get cool shit. Yes, absolutely. and like I'm all for that. Yes. So this last one seems wild. You added this. Yeah, this one I had to to post. Uh, GameStop and Xbox part like they have a, a partnership. It mm-hmm. seems like any Xbox that's sold at a game st- a GameSpot, all digital sales from like that that like Xbox, uh, my, uh, God, GameStop will get a like a a little bit of uh, money from like digital sales mm-hmm. as long as they like as long as the Xbox is sold in 
a GameStop, which would tell me that like GameStop must be getting like special Xboxes, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the hell that would be, how they could track that. But yeah, I mean, it's going to bring GameStop at least into the Xbox like ecosystem in some way. And like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think this is going to save GameStop, but it'll at least help them stay alive a little longer, I would assume. Uh, yeah, it's just it's it's weird. I... It is a very weird like, why is Microsoft doing this other than they realize that GameStop is been around for so long that so they want to help them out and keep them going a little bit that's my only thought right yeah i would i would guess so because uh, they have like no reason to and as a matter of fact it tells you how different they're they're approaching this last generation they basically wanted to put gamestop out of business <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and seven years later now they want to help keep them going a little bit longer so it's, it's just a very weird yeah it's a very mm-hmm. weird reversal on that but hey i mean sure mm-hmm. uh, yeah. do you think we're gonna see like other businesses try to do this be like best buy be like hey we we're selling xboxes why don't we get some of those digital sales yeah i i wonder what kind of deal this was how it was made or uh, yeah i mean we'll never know i just yeah. saw this tweet and i was like oh this is like fascinating mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's kind of tricky to even like talk about and like but it's just like this is very unique and it'll be very interesting to see if the, if this is going to be like a, a norm going forward so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's it for the the news this week yeah um i guess we'll move into the games which it seems mm-hmm. like you've been just playing the two games that you've been playing oh one of them i had not played yet okay <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. so I, I played more Eichenfell, which mm-hmm. continues to be good. I'm like 12 hours in. Okay. Uh, I have all of the characters. I do really like it. The story has picked up quite a bit in the, what is mostly the second half of the game. Uh, I, it's, it's cool. Like they're, the characters are all very unique. Their spells are interesting. Uh, I now have a party that I like to use. The music continues to be dope uh, because I backed it on Kickstarter. I got the soundtrack, so that's cool. Uh, And yeah, it's just a good pixel RPG. I don't have a lot more to say about it. I will probably beat it this weekend uh, because I'm fairly close to the end within a couple hours. Uh, Oh, I thought it was like a 30-hour game, so it's only like probably like 15 then? So it seems like it's 15, but then I think there are a lot of side quests at the end that you could do, but I, I don't know. I feel like devs always overestimate how long their games are going to take people. Okay. So, So, but I mean like 15 hour game is like a really good game to me. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, And it, I, who knows, maybe there is like some third act twist that makes it way longer. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Uh, More importantly, I need to know how you feel about anime titties, Manny. All right. Listen, listen to this, Matt. This is an exclusive for the podcast. Okay. I will admit here to the shame of myself and everyone around me that I have played Genshin Impact. And you're really... And I'm not proud of it because I (laughs) lied to... I lied about playing. I lied to people I trust and love. And I... (laughs) I told them I was not playing Genshin Impact when, in fact, I was lying right to their face and I was playing Genshin Impact. Maybe they will listen to this podcast. Usually they do not. But if they do, I'm so sorry that I lied to you about playing Genshin Impact. No, no, don't don't feel bad about that. 
<laughs> what you feel bad about is playing Genshin Impact. I know. And okay. <laughs> so I I watched gameplay of it and I was like, I got I gotta give it a shot. Like I gotta try it out. It's a free-to-play game. There's right, right. no there's no harm here. And I get it, dude. I get it. This game, Matt, it's evil. It is insidiously crafted. And people are going to come in here and they're going to be like, Manny, I love Genshin Impact. It's fucked. The devil created this product, Matt. Mm-hmm. He made this product to prey upon innocent people. It is like, oh my God. Free to play games are disgusting a lot of the time. Like when you really look at them and realize like how they are trying to get you to spend their money, I feel like Genshin Impact is on a separate plane of existence (laughs) of being evil and fucked up. So like, you know what I like about games? I like seeing numbers go up. People Uh, like seeing numbers go up. The dopamine. I like leveling up. What if you could level up literally everything? What if everything leveled up? What if every time you moved somewhere, you got a chest and it had a fuckload of items in it? What if you never ran out of inventory space and you could hold 300,000 items? So it doesn't matter. You're just picking up everything. Oh, they're over there. That's a flower. What can you use that to do? I don't fucking know. Craft some shit. Cook some shit. Level up some shit. Mm -hmm. Everything does something with something else. And everything levels up like Everything gives you a reward and it is just like, especially for the first like four or five hours, it is firing off those dopamine hits like you could not believe. And you're just like, oh, this is so cool. There's so much content. And then you get to the point where you realize, oh, fuck, this is actually a gotcha game. Mm -hmm. So you have to pull for characters, which in most gotcha games on phones, it's like, oh, this is like a turn-based RPG, so it doesn't matter. Not in this one. This one, they have specific elements, and because it is a full 3D game, the characters all have their own animations, and they all control differently. So characters have meaningful differences. <laughs> and so that sucks because you need to try to get the best ones. Uh, but if you want to play free to play, you're probably never going to get those because the pull rates for good characters are so low. And the same thing with weapons. You got to get weapons from these pulls unless you want to grind your entire life away. And that's where these game, this game falls apart for me is like I was enjoying it until I got to the point where I was like, oh, fuck, I will have to grind so hard to continue on or like play this game at a meaningful pace and that's it stops being fun because uh, well to me at least because it's like you see what they are doing and it's so annoying because all fucking games do this they get you to play enough and it keeps you going enough until you get to like the mid to late game and you realize everything is going to take forever but then it's a sunken cost fallacy and it's like, well, I've already invested this much time into this fucking thing. I might as well keep playing it. But then gotcha games take it a step further. And it's like double sunken cost fallacy, because if you spend money and you didn't get what you want, then it's like, well, I already spent this much money. You got to keep spending money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Streamers are spending thousands of dollars on this game. Lakari spent $5,000 on this game. Okay. And like to be good, truly, you do actually need to be skilled in this game, which I think is important. I have actually at work, it's been really slow. So on in the background, I have a guy who's only playing free to play. And so he is making guides using characters and things that you could only get if you didn't pay. 
Um, and he does really well. But if you want to be the best, you have to pay because you have to get duplicates of the rare characters to fully power them up, just like you would in any other gotcha game. Uh, and that's where it's wildly fucked up. Like you think you're going to get six of this really rare character? Mm-hmm. No chance in hell unless you have God luck. And like, that's where it bums me out is because I think they designed a cool game. And like, I think that the parallels to breath of the wild are very apt. Like it, has the same stamina type bar and you can climb on like any surface. There are like the weird goblin camps that you raid uh, and the art style, right? Like it looks like they just looked at breath of the wild and said, we could do that, but slightly more anime. And Uh, no, 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 no. It's all the way more anime. (laughs) (laughs) It's 10,000 times more anime. Waifu simulator. Oh yeah. Let's call it what it is, Manny. It's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like, it's cool in that way. And like, I think they did a good job and like, it seems like they are on a month to month schedule. So they're going to have a large update every month or every other month. And so like, there's already a lot of content in the game and they'll keep adding more content. And like, that's cool but at a certain point it just is a grind and i lose a lot of interest in gotcha games at that point because to me when i see the sunken cost fallacy instead of saying i have to go deeper i say i don't know that this is worth it like i there's it's not worth it to me to keep going because it's just not fun i'll do something else would i'm on the wikipedia page Uh uh-huh i'm gonna read a sentence and I want okay. I want to see if you you're surprised by this. Okay. The game grossed over 100 million dollars in 12 days, recouping recouping its entire development and marketing budget. It did. I am not surprised by that even <laughs> a little bit. 12 days. 12 days. No, because because like that's what I'm saying, dude, is yeah, it's yeah. literally it's it's insidiously set up and like you, I, I have not seen people talking about it in that way because it's just Twitch streamers being like, oh, this is a popular game to play right now. But like it is taking advantage of that stuff like hardcore. Well, the other and, issue is because it does get you in for like yes. the first 15, 20 hours. And you're like, oh, this is this hasn't got that like shitty free to play stuff. And then all of a sudden, once you're hooked that's when it reveals itself yes and that's why it's so fucked because you're like oh i've played too much i gotta keep going and there's like a basically a stamina system that has to recharge and you can pay to make it recharge and like dude it just is so fucked up and i'm gonna keep playing it because i'm enjoying it enough but like i don't know like i probably won't play it for that much longer like because i will get to a point where it's like well i don't want to have to grind like this that's why if i i would recommend if this game looked interesting to you to wait a couple months because then there will have been a bunch of huge patch updates and stuff and like the way power creep works in these types of games like (laughs) if you start in a couple months you could pull like the best character in the game and just shatter everything in the beginning and like have a fun good time or whatever and so it is weird because like the the high level stuff you do really have to know what you're doing because all the characters like they use elements and have unique abilities that combine together to do like massive damage boosts and stuff and watching people play at a high level i think is entertaining 
<laughs> and like it's not the deepest combat system, but it has enough depth to it to make it fun and like stay interesting. So yeah, it's weird. And they they definitely recoup that amount of money and people when they see a character and know that they play different and they want that character people pay yeah and that you know that's how they got that amount of money back so fast like they i they made that money back right away yeah that's that's it's fucking crazy dude it is and it makes me sad that stuff like this take off like that because like they have so they have a great game and they have a game that like you could easily charge $60 for. Yeah. But they know they can make so much more money and it's just like, it's disappointing, but like, Hey, I'm not touching that game. And which I mean, I like mul- from multiple. To- oh yeah. This is definitely is not your jam. No, but, like, uh, they, it, they somehow yeah. managed to pick everything that I don't like and stick it into one game. But it's, yeah, it's but like, it's impressive. got like, it is, it definitely has a lot of stuff that I really like mm-hmm. about video games and things like that. But it's just one of those things where it's like, when you're not looking at it, like as just a game and you see what it is doing, it's like, Oh, this is like wildly fucked up. Mm -hmm. It just is one of those things where it's like, this is a trap of the highest level. And I, it happens to people. Yeah. And certain people they do, they just get addicted and all of a sudden they have like maxed out credit cards and their life is now fucked. Yeah. So one of the things I think is really funny is, our friends Scott and Jumbo, they watch this one streamer. Uh, shit. I can't remember his name right now, but he always plays these free to play gotcha game type things and he spends a lot of money. Oh, Tectone. Okay. He spends a lot of money. So I, I said I've been watching this guy who is not paying and is just playing like all day, every day, basically, but only has free to play. And he's like good at it and he's putting out good content to like use guides, which I hate guides for gotcha games because it's like, just pull a five star character. It's easy. And it's like, oh, yeah, so easy. Fuck you. That's like Uh, the jumbo guide. I I know. So like this guy's (laughs) actually making a guide of like, here's how you could do it with these free to play characters. Here's where you could get these items in this build and actually be able to do it. The guy who spent all the money and has all these characters fucking sucks at the game. And he is like struggling to do things that this free to play guy is doing with ease. And I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that's hilarious. So it's just like, yeah, the money you actually have to like try to play. So like it is a deep enough game that it has like lasting value. So I, who knows, man, who knows? But yeah, I've, I've been keeping this a secret because I don't want people to know I've been playing Genshin impact. Well, luckily, I, I I know, and I'm not going to tell anyone. I know, and we have a small enough audience that like that they're not going to tell anyone. No, and no, I appreciate that. Uh, but if everyone should look up uh, Eris's videos about playing Genshin Impact, because his first 10 minute video about how he's ashamed to tell people <laughs> he's playing Genshin Impact is one of my favorite videos of all time, <laughs> because it perfectly describes how I feel when I'm playing Genshin Impact. <laughs> Where are you playing it on PC? I'm playing it on PC because you can. Um, I wanted to see how it ran on my phone uh, because PC and phone have cross save because okay. it just goes by your email address. Uh, it runs like shit on my phone, but mm. it's wild that it could run on my phone. Um, and yeah, that for some reason, the the PlayStation version, it uh, 
gets tied to your PSN ID and not your email address. Like, I don't know why you could just make an account to log in because you can do that in Final Fantasy 14, but whatever. Are you going to play it on? Do you think Switch will be? Oh, so they did say they were bringing it to the Switch. I don't know because it's fine enough on my PC, but I can run it at like medium and have it still be pretty good and look pretty good. So yeah, but then you could play it on the go. I could play it on the, I mean, I could do that on my phone now and just have a really terrible experience. So who knows? Or play it on your PlayStation or play it on your, your computer and have a slightly better experience, right? Exactly. <coughs> so. uh, there is one thing that I really hate about it. And it is that every time I turn it on, I have to tell it that I'm using a controller because it doesn't save that setting. Oh, and I was like, am I alone in this? And the answer is no, <laughs> it happens to everyone. <laughs> So that seems like a bug that I would fix right away. But who am I? Why, when we can make that sick gotcha money, baby. Yeah, like why would they even waste their time with that? Exactly. That's that's stupid. I have to click two buttons every time I launch the fucking game. Mm -hmm. Stupid. Uh, But yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's that's all I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, me. I had a pretty eventful week, Manny. Okay. Yeah. I tasted Coke Zero. (laughs) Yeah. I learned how to make pizza. Make pizza, nice. I have helped make pizza before. Yeah, because like I actually like made the dough and the sauce. Oh shit! Did you throw it in the air like a professional? No, I did not. Oh shit! I actually have like low ceilings, so like this the pizza would absolutely hit the ceiling, uh, which is not good. I assume that's the challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then I also beat South Park, Stick of Truth, and Need for Speed Heat. Okay. Uh, so I just kind of want to give my final thoughts on those games. Uh, mm-hmm. South Park, I think, is a pretty good game, actually. I, uh, yeah, which I, I mean, remember like, a lot of people liking that one. Yeah, uh, it's just... I, I know we talked about... I, when I talked about it before, Like there are a lot of moments where I'm just like, can they do this? <laughs> like, There's this whole like sex scene with your parents. Oh, boy. And like you're like... It's hard to explain, but like you get these... <laughs> weird abilities and one of them is you you become very small so your parents are like having sex and then you're like really tiny and you're fighting people and you're like going underneath them while they're having sex because they're in like the the doggy position and occasionally your dad's balls just kind of come swinging in and you gotta like (laughs) avoid the balls and like at one point you get squished by your mom's boobs (laughs) guys this is a little much i don't know if you could do this that is wild yes it is uh, it's very wild but uh yeah the combat is great it's got that uh i've it's turn-based, but it, it at least it's like an interactive turn-based where you're mm-hmm. having to hit a button to block or hit a button to get like the maximum damage, and uh, it, it does give that like uh, similar to you know Genshin Impact where like there's levels, so you're constantly leveling up, or well not constantly, but you're leveling up enough to you're you're making those numbers get bigger, and and you know yeah, that's yeah. always that that always feels good. Uh, so yeah, I. I definitely recommend if you're looking for, you know, just like a, a shorter turn-based RPG. Cause it was only like maybe 15 hours and mm-hmm. a good story. That is funny. Uh, it's 
yes, it's very interesting because there's a whole like Taco Bell element to the story. Okay. Where I don't know, like, like stuff like this. I'm like, I assume they didn't get Taco Bell's permission. No, definitely just, not. And, like, it, it's all the U.S. government. They're like UFOs came in. It, 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 like a UF, UFO, like flew, like crashed down in in the city of South Park or town of South Park or whatever, and then like all the citizens are like, "What is going on here?" And then the government's just like, "A new Taco Bell's getting built," <laughs> and then everybody just has all these questions about Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just South Park humor. It, it literally yeah, feels yeah. like a long South Park episode, but mm-hmm. with turn based combat. Yeah. Uh, so no, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, the other one is, I finished was Need for Speed Heat, and mm-hmm. uh, this one I feel conflicted about because mm-hmm. I enjoy the moment to moment, just kind of like driving and doing the the races and stuff. But I I just found the system of night and day frustrating because mm-hmm. uh, the way the system is built is if you race during the day or drive around during the day, that's how you earn money. Okay. If you drive at night and do events at night, that's how you get uh, what is called reputation, which is basically experience. Okay. And you need to level, get like experience to level up because as you level up, you unlock new cars that you can buy or uh, unlock new upgrades for like the cars you already own. So you mm-hmm. need to kind of balance the two because you need obviously to upgrade your cars. You need money. Uh, you know, like so you unlock the upgrades and then you have to spend like the money to get like to actually purchase the upgrades. Uh, but where I found it frustrating is the night element also has like um, where you can get chased by police officers. Okay. Uh, and that's where I just found it very frustrating because like it has the GTA like one, two, three, four, five star system. Mm-hmm. And I found that once it hit like three stars or higher it was basically impossible to get away from the police officers oh okay uh and but the problem is when you get caught by the police officers you lose all the money in your bank and any (laughs) reputation so like all the experience you unlocked for that night oh so it's like this massive massive like it, it just like it, it just hurts when you when you get caught it hurts and as i said like it's almost impossible to get away once it's three stars or higher so it kind of got to a point where because what you have to do is you drive around you do things you get the experience and then you have to drive into one of like your 13 garages at the end of the night and then that's how you cash in your experience so I what I was doing is I would literally go out, do one event, and then just go back to my base and just cash in that like one experience. Hmm. Uh, just because otherwise it would just completely deflate me if I, you know, I was ready to level up one or two, but then I have cops chasing me. And I'm like, I could either spend 20 minutes trying to get away from these cops, and I know I, I will eventually just get caught, or I can just stop moving and let them arrest me now. I don't know like that just found it I just found it very frustrating because like I guess for me if I'm playing like a racing or driving game I'm looking for like a Forza experience Forza Horizon experience where there there is no like punishment you're just like driving and having a good time you know like that, that's all I'm really looking for and that's how like the day was so um, I think the driving was good but I just really found that like night system with the police just very frustrating yeah that does not sound super great 
no, and I think I think that might be a reason why it didn't review particularly well because I think there's a way to do that if they wanted to do that it, where instead they could have just had it. If you want to do the night or if you want to do day, you can earn reputation and money. But if you want to do night, you can earn like more money and more reputation, but then you have that risk of police. Uh, or if they gave like some tools that you could like have some options to like, basically fight the cops yeah like spike strips or or... something yeah because like all your option is to like ram into the cops but then like that's hurting like that's damaging your vehicle and once your vehicle get like loses like goes down to zero health then you're arrested and you lose so like Hmm. there's just not a like they did not give good to good enough tools to deal with the police officers so like it was just i don't know uh it seems like it was not a fully fleshed out system so. yeah that's strange but i i ultimately did enjoy at least like when i was playing the game i had a good time but like anytime i was arrested i would just literally turn the system off and just come back the next day because i would just feel so deflated yeah that's no good when yeah. you feel like that so. yes uh but yeah that those are the two games and at this point i think i'm just gonna dick around for a couple of weeks probably just continuing to unlock stuff and just kind of check stuff stuff off the the need for speed heat world because it is just like an open world where you gotta do like you gotta smash billboards and find collectibles and stuff so just because like i at this point i'm just waiting for uh watchdogs mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about you if like you have any like well actually that's not true because you have Genshin Impact. So. I know, so I've been playing Genshin Impact and mm-hmm. I can fell and that's it. Yeah. Um so yeah, at this point it's just kinda like kill kill time for uh watchdogs and next gen at this point. So Yeah. It's kinda sad that like this second half of October is pretty bare. Yeah, it is a bum bummer. I actually but, realized I'll be on vacation when Watch Dogs comes out. Oh, well, that'll be. So I won't be able to play it right away. But, I mean, I assume you'll get to it eventually. And uh, Yeah, I'll get to it. You know what's not a bummer, though, Manny? I do. Fast I and do Furious 6. It is not a bummer. It is it not is a bummer. A fucking, it is another masterpiece. We've done it again. <laughs> We've done it again. Oh, yeah. It's, so... I, th- I don't think this week that we can really do what we did last week where we do the whole plot play by play because there isn't one. I mean, there is, but like, not really. The The crux of the film is everybody's living their best life mm-hmm. and with their hundred million dollars and they are. Vin Diesel is approached by Hobbs uh, because this group of people have been stealing things in a highly organized fashion and they need his help. And to get his help, they say like, Hey, this Letty's alive and she is here. And they all decide that they, that's what they want to do. They want to help Dom get Letty back. And they do that in exchange for, uh, they all get pardons and can go back to the U S basically. Um, and so it ends up being just like a huge, dumb action movie in between all of that. And my first question to you, Matt, is would you rather be with Elena or Letty? <laughs> I mean, would I rather be with Chris Hemworth's wife? Yeah, uh-huh. 
or Letty, Michelle Rodriguez. Um, yeah, it's a I, tough I, call. Uh, obviously, I'd go Michelle Rod- Rodriguez. I mean, like, so this is what I think is stupid about this is mm-hmm. Letty is essentially not really a character before this. Like she's in the first movie and she sucks and she dies in the fourth movie off camera. Mm-hmm. So like it is weird that they have cultivated it like she was this huge, meaningful character when she's really not like other than the fact that she was just there for Dom, I guess. Well, like the the whole thing is like there's like this huge history where they've yeah. known each other basically their entire lives which they went into that like in a lot of depth in the first one. Yeah, and like I, that it, that's cool, but I'm saying like you are with this uh, hot Brazilian lady mm-hmm. and she's very nice and you guys like each other and you're going to drop her immediately to go back with this person who doesn't even have their memory. By the way, <laughs> Letty has amnesia. <laughs> it went anime. The yeah, she anime. she fucking was found in the hospital and the, yeah, she had amnesia. She didn't even remember him. Like, okay. And then, spoilers, even at the end, she still doesn't remember it. Mm-hmm. So, like, then he still says to Elena, like, uh, sorry, you don't have to leave if you want. And if I was I, her, I'd be like, fuck you, dog, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. And then she, they, they have their whole weird thing where she's like, the cops are my family. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh <laughs> Also, she's now all of a sudden an American FBI agent. Yeah, she's an American <laughs> FBI agent all of a sudden. You fucking lived in Rio, you dumb bitch. And uh, she worked, lived in Rio or worked in Rio for six months. Let's, and then she literally quits the force to join to live with a convicted criminal. <laughs> And then the FBI is just like, that's the one. That's the person we need. Hobbs put in a good word. <laughs> I, Hobbs yeah. put in. Hobbs put in the good word. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. Like this movie is dumb action set pieces. The movie, right? Like it, it, they and they even make jokes about it in this one mm-hmm. about how like this is not what it was like before, and because they were doing heists before or like dumb shit like that. Now this is literally, they're taking on like this highly organized group that is trying to like hurt the U S by getting a chip that can like shut down all the defenses of the country for 24 hours. Cause it's worth billions of dollars. And so like, that's kind of one of the things that I really like about this movie is like in the beginning, they get fucked up like pretty bad. Oh my God. There was this one like early on when Hobbs is driving like a vehicle and then, Oh God, what is, cause there was that female partner not to be confused with Elena, the Brazilian. Yeah. Right. Riley. Riley is his partner that exists all of a sudden in this, that they don't really introduce. Uh, right. I guess yeah. like right at the beginning, they kind of introduce her. Yeah. Where he bit. says something about like her ass. And if I don't know, uh, yeah, <laughs> he makes some comment about her ass. And like, if she's half as good of a agent on, as she is on paper, she'll be great. 
Yeah. But like they're in a car together and then they're like, they're chasing after Shaw mm-hmm. and like they're above Shaw on a bridge or whatever. And then he's like, take the wheel and then he jumps out of the car and, and right like what the fuck yeah. and then he just like falls off the car basically uh, what the fuck do you what did you fucking think was gonna happen you idiot yeah when he said like take the wheel is like oh please do something stupid and then he instantly just jumps and i was just like yes oh i was so excited about that oh and i i just i also love it because they they don't have to reintroduce anyone, right? Like you remember everyone from the last movie. Mm -hmm. And so you like know all these characters and it allows for a lot of these really fun, stupid moments that made me laugh out loud. Like when Roman (laughs) is like (laughs) interrupting Hobbes, telling them about the mission (laughs) and he's like asking Tej for change. And Tej is like, what the fuck, man? You're a millionaire and you're asking for change? And he's like, yeah, man, that's how you stay a millionaire. (laughs) And then he is over at the vending machine and he yells, yo, which one of these is a dollar? And Hobbs just fucking shoots the vending machine and all the stuff falls out. And he's like, it's on the house. And he just like, he's he's like, ooh, and starts like grabbing all the different shit. It's just like, I love that. And like, when... Later on, when uh, Giselle and Riley go to, like, uh, talk to that guy so they can find out where the crazy, like, ramp cars were made and where Shaw is. And Han is watching them and Roman's, like, making fun of him because he's in love. Mm -hmm. Like, it just is, like, so good. And, like, just the chemistry. I I just fucking love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's great chemistry among a lot of the actors. And then you have Vin Diesel who has has chemistry with anyone. (laughs) One of my other favorite Roman moments was near the end when Hobbs comes in and he says, Oh shit, Mia, hide your baby oil. (laughs) And and then he says, better hide your forehead. Oh wait. (laughs) And he just looks so offended in the best possible way. Oh God! Oh, there were yes. I I just try to think of like other special moments, but you're right. This is a really hard one to kind of break down because it is just like it oh, just goes the whole time. <laughs> yes, and then like finally at the end, there's the uh, the whole sequence. Which I'm gonna say this: mm-hmm. Hobbs is smart enough to know. Why wasn't he with the convoy to begin with? Yeah, that that part seems stupid because like it was very obvious that she was bad. Well, no, no, no. Like, uh... No, I'm saying like because like <clears throat> it's revealed that there was like uh, someone was in like there was a snake inside the compound where they were going like in that Spanish like military yeah. compound. And then they're like, oh, we got to move this chip. Mm hmm. Uh, so then they have like a whole convoy that's like moving the chip and then Hobbs just stayed at the military base instead of going with the I thought that was very odd like he's like the type that that would want like that on him yeah I I, a lot of the things were weird but uh but like the other big thing is that was the longest airplane runway (laughs) in the world (laughs) 
that scene went on for like 30 minutes and they just kept flowing forward. Before we talk about that, okay, we got okay. there there are so okay. one of my other one of my other favorite scenes is when Roman and Han fight the Asian guy and they get their ass beat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in front of all those people in the subway and then they're just like we can never talk about this ever. Yes. <laughs> and what I wanted more than anything was because they had access to the CCTVs at that point. I wanted oh. Te- I wanted Tej to be like, "Hey, I saw it." <laughs> happened to you guys <laughs> i wanted that so bad but sadly that that does not occur yeah because then because um, then they could have like played it and then like uh, then he kept like rewinding and showing them getting beat up and stuff and yeah because yeah, like tej would have definitely just like rubbed that in yeah that would have been and a good so there are a lot of scenes in this movie that i actually really like even though i do think that most of the time vin diesel is a terrible actor uh there's like the the one where when he, they go to the street race at night because mm-hmm. han says he found the street race and i actually do think that dom talking to letty is a good scene yeah yeah like like you're talking about after they race right yeah after they race and where he like shows this scar or whatever and like i thought that was pretty good and then i also thought when she was good and she she leaves and then Shaw comes up and they talk and then he's basically like says he's going to kill Dom but then Hobbs is there mm-hmm. and he's got the sniper on Shaw and like that shit's tight mm-hmm. and I love that <laughs> uh and just like all of the action sequences are so fucking stupid they're so stupid I love them so much I know we're just bouncing around but can we talk about Brian going to that prison and how that did absolutely nothing for the plot no but so it did this is where oh my god so I actually love that whole scene because it truly did nothing for the plot other than the fact that Braga tells him that the chick is a spy, but they're too stupid to realize it immediately. Uh, that that part is so good on so many levels because it calls back to all this dumb bullshit from the other movies. Like it the does. fact that they, they got Braga's actor, mm-hmm. the fact that they like refer to the fact that like he was working for Shaw and running drugs for Shaw, mm-hmm. which then comes back in the future because they were doing that for Cypher in the first place Mm -hmm. and so like that's cool the fucking fbi agent that he beat the shit out of in four uh well like he was the one who got him into the prison yeah like his big no i i agree it's great callback i'm just saying the information that he got he he goes back (laughs) and then dom's just like i don't want to know any of it so it's just like (laughs) He could have just not done that and they'd be in the same exact position. <laughs> they would be, but they did gain information, which is why the, a lot Ooh, of that was so Brian, frustrating. Brian got information, but then didn't tell anyone. He did say there is a point where he gives them some information where Braga, he says like, oh, Braga said. Uh, sure. They Shaw only gets close if you want him to, if he wants you to, which is then how they figure out that he's attacking the convoy, which they should have been smart enough to figure out anyways. Yeah, but then yeah. to me, that was just Braga saying, like, think about it, you fucking moron. There's someone who is a spy in your group. There's only one person who could be a spy in their group. Figure it out. You fucking idiots. That's why, like, when they do the thing at the end after Letty, like, switches sides because she thinks that what Shaw is doing is wrong. Uh, 
and and then he says like coming babe and the camera like focuses on letty Mm -hmm. but then it refocuses on riley and it's like that is the least surprising plot twist of all time this bitch was never introduced really and somehow she always was able to find the shit about shaw and like you were told Mm -hmm. literally almost verbatim that she was the spy well, and he said multiple times, like, you were never in the game anyway. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it just, that 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 part was ridiculous. And the, then he, Shaw kidnaps Mia, mm-hmm. which, like, of course, that was going to happen, too. Yep. They all should have known better. And that, well, that leads to the runway scene. Hang on. So I, the scene that I want to talk about before that is the tank. Well, yeah, wait, no, if you going into Mia, okay, yeah. you're right. You're right. Mia. Okay. You're right. So yeah. yes, the, the tank. And this was the moment that like Letty started turning. You could see. Yeah. That was when she started turning because they, they attack the convoy, they get the tank and there's a lot of good lines from Tej about how they got a fucking tank. We're mm-hmm. going to need a lot of plans for this. Uh, and just so much dumb bullshit happens. It's just impossible bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh my god the the first the first impossible one is when Tej's car, Roman's car, is like stuck on the tank. That's and some... then. Oh, sorry. Uh... Well, the weird thing is that tank ran over every vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to Romans and all of a sudden it's just pushing it. Well, so that's like it hit it the right way. And that's why the guy says like, you're lucky or whatever. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, it wouldn't happen, but no, I'm no, just no. saying that's, that's I, their dumb excuse. Yes. Yes. Where, and then it's like pushing. And then he like, I feel like more planning than Robin would actually have in real life where he yeah. tied the rope to uh, the tank gun. <laughs> Yes. Which then ended up working as an anchor. But yeah, like that whole tank sequence. If you hear squeaking, Oliver's playing with a dog <laughs> toy. Uh, but yeah, that. Uh... But then, yeah, he jumps onto Brian's car, which like, okay, no, 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 no dog. No, no. That's impossible. But I specifically remember the scene in this movie where my brother stood up <laughs> in the theater and said, no. No, was when Letty was flying through the air and Dom jumps out of his car to grab her. And then fucking they land on a car and are barely scathed. Mm -hmm. One, they would have collided midair and fallen straight down. No, no, he jumped forward and caught her. And then his momentum, because he's... 400 yeah, she, pounds of muscle. Because she had, she had none, obviously. Yeah, he's 400 pounds of muscle, Manny. And then they still would have died on the car. It would have just fucking He's toasted. 400 pounds of muscle. Toast, toasted. But yeah, my brother stood up in the theater and said, <laughs> no. I remember this and I started laughing because it's just so fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> And yeah, that it's a it's a cool scene regardless. Like oh cool. yeah, yeah, it, it is the most fast and furious scene you could have. Yeah, and so that whole thing is excellent. And then the other act, the main other action scene is the end when they're fighting, uh, uh, in the cars and in the plane all over the place. 
on the world's longest runway, as we have already established. <laughs> yes, like uh, it. It is very long. That plane should have been able to take off much sooner. They had taken on a lot of extra weight. Sure, sure. That's what that's what the that's what the guys kept saying. That was the biggest plane I've ever seen. So yeah, they lots of fights happen in there. Uh, It's crazy. That one guy is huge. Uh, Holy shit! He made he made guy look small. Yeah, he is bigger than the Rock as well. Yes. And so, like, when they're fighting, or when he was fighting Vin Diesel originally, I was like, ooh, he makes you look like a tiny baby man. And then when he's fighting The Rock, I was like, you're still bigger than he is, which mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. And that's why The Rock gets his fingers in his eyes. Because that's... that's you got to do that. That's a wrestling move. Yeah. And it's so that, that was... That was cool. Uh, it, there's just, Oh my god, there's just so many dumb things about this movie that I absolutely love. Uh, I oh man, they fucking the way they try to like weigh down the plane and they shoot Tej's fucking mm-hmm. uh, stupid harpoon gun into the engine. <laughs> the way Brian well, is able to like fucking play chicken with that that lady in the basically like vert ramp car so that she crashes. What what about Roman trying to shoot the shoot the gun into the engine but completely fucking that up because that that's just classic Roman. There was another good scene earlier when they first introduced those. And oh he yeah, yeah. He shoots it at the wall in between the rock and Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man. <laughs> and then they Tej points at Roman like not <laughs> Oh shit! And oh, d- oh, earlier on, I forgot about this one when they, g- uh, Tej and Hobbs go to the car auction. Oh yeah, yeah. And the fucking the guy is so shitty to them and is like basically like you're not supposed to be here and like you're shitty. And then he's like, we got to teach him a lesson. Okay, I, okay. I love Ludacris as an actor. Yes, but he <laughs> definitely didn't have that much money. They made like thirteen million dollars. Yeah, he bought every car. Yeah, but he could have. He could have. You know, he he invested it. Sure, sure. He's 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 good at that. He definitely spent a lot of money as well. All I'm saying is, I think they're trying to make it seem like he has a lot more money than he actually does. Either way, which also speaking of, uh, uh. Uh, Tej and uh, Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Did you see the name that Tej has in his phone for for the Rock Hobbs? I did not know. What is it? Samoan Thor. Uh, Samoan Thor. Because <laughs> I think I think like the Rock was calling Tej at one point, and on his phone it said Samoan Thor. <laughs> I do like that a lot. That's a good touch. <laughs> oh, but then at the auction, the guy, they get back to the compound with all the cars and then they make the guy give them his shirt and pants mm-hmm. and watch. <laughs> and, <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah. What a... Oh, yeah. And they, okay. So then back to the runway scene, the Giselle dies. 
mm-hmm. saving Han from the weird guy whose face is fucked up. That guy's face freaks me out. He looks like what would happen if you like acid burned off someone's face. And he scares me and he was going to kill Han and Giselle. She sacrificed herself to save Han. And it's so sad because they were going to get married and they were going to move to Tokyo and it was going to be magical. They were going to settle down together. She said they were going to and now she's dead. Do you think they're going to bring her back? Yes, I do, Matt. I'm glad you asked because because I have I have this theory. Okay, listen, hear me out. Maybe I shouldn't talk about this until after Hobbs and Shaw because it involves crucial Hobbs and Shaw elements. But I'll I'll spit this out here for you now. I think that remember how Hobbs, well, sorry, other Shaw, not introduced yet. Shaw, Jason Statham killed. No, no, he's introduced. Well, okay, introduce, quote-unquote. Which we gotta but talk about that, too. We do, because that's very important. But he he killed Idris Elba, right? Or he was supposed to have. But then this company that Idris Elba works for in Hobbs and Shaw resurrected him as, like, a cyborg man. What if the same thing happened with Han and he was resurrected as a cyborg man, but he would only do it if they could save Giselle? Hmm. See, I don't know if... And, I don't know if that's the direction they're going to take. I would love that because I I bet it's something where like Han is secretly working for the Hobbs and Shaw evil enemy so that he could get his love of his life back. Oh, maybe I see here. I'm thinking we're going to get through nine and then it'll be a post credit sequence. And we see like a glimpse of Giselle and then we're just gonna be like, Oh my God, what is, what is 10 going to be? I mean, that would be so tight. That that's because like that is exactly the way they, except for like uh, except for Han obviously, but like yeah, I think the series has shown characters are killed and they're not really killed off. So like it'll be weird if she's the only one like of the main characters that doesn't happen with. Yeah, I I don't know. I want her to come back so bad because like now that he is back, I just I'm. Anything can happen, dude. Anything, anything can happen. The only reason why it wouldn't is because she's she's become... too good for it. But as we discussed, Fast and Furious, the fourth one, was her first movie, so she may have a little like like there might be like a special place in her heart for the the series to the there point better be to the point where she's like, you know what. I want some of that money because now that franchise is way bigger than it was when I first joined. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, there's a special little place in my heart for this series because it's what got me into the movies to begin with. So I just I'm telling you, man, they all everybody's got to come back. I need the 10th movie or both 10th movies if they split it into two parts to be like Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I need that shit so badly. I You will never see me smiling that much in a movie if that happens. Like, I will I I will be unbearable to be around in the middle of the movie. I don't think, I don't think we... You're going to feel that way when 9 comes out. I'm going to feel that way when 9 comes out. I'm going to be so fucking hype. I So Willie stood up in the sixth movie when mm. Dom caught Letty. I stood up in the sixth movie <laughs> during the credit scene when they had Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And it was up-resed. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is where Han dies. Why is this happening? What is happening? Did he live? Are we going to find out what is happening? And it was Jason Statham who actually (laughs) killed him. He T-bones his car and that's why he got fucked up. And then he blows up the car. Well, then he, no, he doesn't blow up the car. The car just blows up on its own. Sorry, the car blows up, but he's walking away. He's walking. And he calls Dom. Dom. And he he says, oh. You don't know who I am, but you're going to. (laughs) You're just like, oh my god, Seven's going to be amazing! It's like, when is the seventh movie? And uh, Because you knew that Han already died because you watched Tokyo Drift and you you knew it was going to happen eventually and I figured that it was going to happen when Giselle died and there it was, post-credit scene and I just... This series is so dumb and I love it. The beginning of this movie when... I might be one of the only people in the world who knows all the lyrics to uh, we got there. What is it called? I can't remember whatever the two chains and Wiz Khalifa song is that they basically have an anime opening to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know all the words to it, which is why it's really jarring that they skip an entire verse uh, in it, but it's just like all the scenes from the past movies. And I was like, this is a fucking anime AMV. <laughs> this is an anime AMV that they have made with Fast and the Furious scenes to a Wiz Khalifa and Two Chain song. How is this happening? This what is this franchise? I love it. It's so dumb, and it just everything about it makes me happy. And you know what I love, Matt? The final scene of this movie. Not the post credit scene, the final scene of the movie. There is something so wholesome about the fact that the thing that Vin Diesel wanted was their same house. And he fucking, they go to the house and they have the barbecue and everybody's there. Even Elena. Even Elena's there, but she leaves. So does Hobbs. And they have some good jokes. And they, Tej and Roman tell Han that, like, he's going to go to Tokyo and that they'll always be there for him if he needs it. And then Roman eats the first chip. And I, what he says at the end of that movie always makes me so happy, man. His fucking, what he says for Grace is just, it's too good. <laughs> I love this movie. I love it. Ah. Yeah. Ah. It's. This is really when, like, because uh, when, like, the characters really start coming into their own, you know? Yes. Uh, especially uh, The Rock with Hobbs. Like, mm-hmm. he has now settled into the, the, the character, and he's just, like, perfect for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. The, the fucking Seven, literally, Seven has some of my favorite moments ever in films. Mm -hmm. Like I just remember being in that movie and certain things happening that I won't say this right now because we'll save them for next week, but just like mind blown from excitement. There is something that the rock does at the end of, or near the end of seven. (laughs) That is the coolest shit of all time. And you, I never expected it to happen. And when it happens, you're just like this, this movie, this movie. Oh, I just remembered something that happened in six that made me burst out laughing so hard. What was that? It was towards the end of the movie when Vin Diesel was fighting that big guy. Mm-hmm. And then he did the jumping headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> just like no don't do that <laughs> jesus christ he just like starts sprinting and then just leaps forward and headbutts the guy <laughs> <laughs> oh 
shit. Oh my god, that's that was that that made me laugh so hard. It's just it's all about family, dude. And I I love that message. I love this movie. It's why I think eight is a little questionable, but yeah. But we got we still got seven. I know, and I love seven because, dude, the action set pieces in the seventh movie are on a level that is unprecedented. (laughs) (sighs) Unleash the beast. Mm -hmm. Did that scene? Oh my god. I can't wait to see it. And you know what? I got to tell everybody Amazon Prime came through for me on Prime Day. I purchased uh, all eight of the original Fast and Furious. Well, all eight of the main series uh, for twenty nine dollars on Blu-ray. They have the regular cut and the extended cut and all the extra features. I'm probably going to start watching the extra features because I need to see bloopers of these films as soon as possible Uh, because I bet they're really good. uh, But it is really funny and is overselling the extended cuts and are like, these ones weren't rated for the theater. And it's like, it's like two minutes extra dog. There's nothing here, but I did pick the extended cut. I did not notice a difference. I'm sure I could look it up, but. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. And now it's just, I put the Blu-ray in and it's so exciting and it, oh, so high quality. I love every minute of it. So I have those. Uh, and I also, they, Got me on Hobbs and Shaw. You bought Hobbs that? and Shaw. I did. It didn't come yet though. Mm. Which you have some time before we we watch that anyway. So yeah, I should actually check because Ugh. maybe it didn't fully order. It was only ten bucks, which is hilarious because the fucking eight movies was twenty nine dollars. Right. It was half. It was still half price. So I was like, I might as well have them all. I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about sex? Yeah, I can't think of any specific stuff that I missed now. But yeah, it's weird because it's one of those things where it's like it's kind of the plot is like secondary, secondary. It's like a bunch of like weird character moments Mm -hmm. that all lead together into like a final culmination built around action set pieces. And that's what the movies are from now on. Yes. So like (laughs) they just have like a basic overall plot that is built around dumb action set pieces and i am here for it yeah it seems like one in four have like the best story plots Mm -hmm. and then other than that they don't really try that well three you could like tokyo drift like you could throw into like yeah there's like a plan Mm -hmm. uh but yes um i guess we'll just kind of vote which i realized after the podcast we i didn't run down like uh each one oh, i'll yeah. do that after just so like our listeners okay. can kind of follow but like you know I, I know this is like top two yeah i would say that this is two this is number two that's what i was I leaning think, i still I think, think i think right now yeah. i still i think fast five is uh better than fast and furious six so yeah i, I do too I think. uh so uh that makes it and number six is Too Fast, Too Furious. Number five is Tokyo Drift. Number four is The Fast and the Furious, which is the first one. Number three is Fast and Furious. That's four. Uh, number two is Fast and Furious 6. And number one is Fast 5. Because Fast 5 is basically Ocean's Eleven. It is true. I, I'm wondering where I'm going to want to put seven, though. Thinking about so like I Fast Five has always been my favorite one, but thinking about the things that happen in Seven, 
is they have a sword fight. <laughs> what I'm really liking about they have a sword fight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. And what I'm really liking about this is like because like in the past, what we did was we watched all of them in one day, and that was a fun mm-hmm. day. But yes. like spreading them out like from week to week, we're getting a chance to really like think about it a little <laughs> bit and enjoy like each one as they are. You know? Yeah, yeah. So like it's a different type of experience, but I'm really enjoying doing it this way as well. It so. is. In this way, we're like having time to get excited about the next one. Where when you watch them all in one day, you you don't have time to get excited about the next one. You're just like watching the next one. So yeah, uh, we're now we're just sitting here and we're like, oh yeah, Furious Seven. Uh, oh. This is at least going to be top two. It, I think so. Yeah, I just I'm so I'm so curious how I will land on it now. I've seen yeah. this one a billion times, but I they're just every single action set piece in this thing is so fucking brilliant and stupid that like I just love it. The ending is so sad and like ah it's so good. And like I do honestly think that they probably should have ended it at 7. Uh yes, probably. Uh, to be respectful to Paul Walker and like, you know, just like let it let it go. And then like I, I so what I think is going to happen now is because they made eight and then they were like, oh, we planned on making 10 the whole time. I think nine is going to be very good, but well, I I don't know. They've had time to just kind of like edit it and stuff because it's been probably finished for over a year so. Well, they because they were supposed to film nine and 10 back to back. Right. So they may have already done that, in fact, because they 10 was supposed to come out when nine is coming out. (laughs) So, Uh, yeah, I'm but yeah, that'd be weird to like announce 10 when nine hasn't even released. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But double feature. Are you excited? We get Ronda Rousey in this next god i talked to willie about this yesterday she is the fucking worst actress ever and i the gold dress she is wearing she is so ugly it is so ugly so ugly it's a fucking ugly golden dress i do not like it that's all i have for that at this moment well not to be mean but she's not necessarily the prettiest a woman either so but dude everything else that happens in those scenes there mm-hmm. 50 out of 10 so like oh, oh holy yeah, is... fucking oh my god this is oof. now i'm kind of wondering which one has more action seven or hobbs and shaw because hobbs and shaw <laughs> is just action i was gonna say hobbs and shaw is <laughs> only action <laughs> so uh, but I, I I still like Hobbs and Shaw. I think I like it more than you do. <laughs> I definitely like it more than I do. But like, I, it's it's a stupid movie. It's like, a stu- I, well, it's, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to argue that it's a yeah, good yeah, movie. Yeah. I just think it's really like over. It's so stupid. It's somehow good. I, I, well, it's enjoyable. It's so stupid. It's enjoyable. See, but like, Fate of the Furious also has a weird amount of action sequences. Yeah, like because it basically just is action sequences. There's that baby sequence with There's the Josh. baby sequence, there's the prison fight sequence, there is the fucking 
remote control car sequence where Vin Diesel has the fucking the metal cutter. Is eight the one where like the the hacker chick is added? No, I think that's seven. Seven? I'm saying like added into the family. Uh, oh, whatever her name is. Ramsey? Ramsey. I believe she is introduced in seven. Okay. Well, either way, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah, she's into Fast and Furious 7. Okay. so uh, And now she's in the fam because she got a poster <laughs> for not for nine. She has her own poster. So Good for her. I might buy the Ludacris's poster also. I got to tell everyone I bought Han's Fast and the Furious 9 poster, 24 by 36. Oh, you did buy it? I did. I'm going to get it framed. Uh, oh, and I'm very excited naturally. about it. I'm very excited about that. I might get Ludacris's poster as well. <laughs> Do, wait, is there a Ludacris one from two? Because you might be able to get one with him having an afro. That's true, but they're they're they each have their own individual poster for nine, and they Hans is the only one that's slightly different because they didn't want to introduce him before the trailer. So like they all have their car with that color smoke behind them, mm. and Ludacris's is black i believe and it oh it's so good so very exciting and yeah like now oh, whatever, whatever this is so off track ramsey like seems like she's more action oriented in nine i don't it doesn't make any sense well i mean ludicrous all of a sudden became like the world's greatest hacker so yeah, but she is the world's greatest hacker. Sure. But he just was running races. He was literally running jet ski races in Too Fast, Too Furious, and now he's like a great hacker. Look, so, I, I know. I know. A lot of character development happened. Oh, sorry. Ludacris is green smoke. Mm. I'm going to send you this poster. Because it's so stupid. I got to get one that's actually the poster, though. All right. That'll do it for the podcast. Uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You can check them out uh, and catch us next week for <laughs> Furious 7. Oh, I'm so ready. See you guys then. Peace out. <laughs>